Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Vanu Podcast. We are the visual arts at Northwest Nazarene University. My name is Mike Bartlett, and we are here to make connections between art and the real world. On this episode, we're going to talk about how painting and web design connect. I mean, could there be more polar opposite areas in the world of art and design? I don't know if there really can be. These are about as opposite as you can get, but I'm here to tell you that there are a lot of ways that these two subjects connect. And first, let's look at this. Let's look at why this is important. If you're a creator out there or you know an art student out there who's looking to go to college or looking to advance their career in art, you're probably thinking in your head, why is this important? Why do I need to know about this? Why do I need to take painting class? I just want to jump into web design. I just want to create these things. Why do I need to do this? Well, that's a really good question. And when we look at our designers that come through our department, we see strong designers and creators able to think through problems and think through solutions when they've taken core classes like drawing and painting, because those classes really help you think through the idea process, take you through sketching, take you through development, taking you through working and working and working through a creative problem so that by the time you go to create a website, you're already a creative thinker. You're thinking of idea after idea after idea, and you can create those ideas because you've already done that with drawing and with painting. And I think with this, whenever you can help a student and help somebody think through the planning process of painting and starting with a drawing and then translating that to a painting, what you're doing is you're creating a thinker where you can think of different solutions. And oftentimes when I see things in the world and I see design elements, I see videos, I see projects, I see even, even artworks um, or websites or things like that, you see a lot of the same thing. And I really get excited when I see some piece of artwork, some creative piece of artwork out there that's original and it's new and it's different. And oftentimes I see how those elements are using either hand-on elements of creative, creative works or they're using some original unique thought. If you don't have that background of how to generate and create that idea, you're gonna use something that's been done before. You're gonna be copying a lot of people's styles and then all we're gonna have out there in the world is just repeated style after repeated style after repeated style. So. As we dive into this episode, let's look at some of the basic areas of how painting connects to web design. We'll get in depth in these later on, but first let's just kind of review the three main areas of how these two subjects seemingly connect. First, you have to plan and you have to sketch and you have to create wireframes. When you paint, you have to plan, you have to sketch your idea before you get going. And when you create websites, you actually create something that we call wireframes and that's sketching and you sketch out the basic feel for what's going on. Number two, you work on an actual frame in painting. You have a wood frame covered with canvas and you need to think about what size that frame is, where it's gonna go, how it's gonna be hung, and what's gonna happen with that. Well, guess what? With web design, one of the terms we use as web designers is you use an actual framework to build your website. Whether you make that on your own or you use an existing framework, you use a framework. And third, we're gonna talk about color theory. There is no better place to learn about color theory than in painting. And if you're a web designer, you should learn and you should go paint. You should learn how to paint, you should paint more, and it will inspire you to be a better web designer. Okay, let's look at point number one, plan and sketch and wireframes. Both painting 
and with web design, you want to have a plan. You want to have a sketch. You want to have an idea of what you're going to make and a plan for how everything is going to work together. When you're painting, it's really important to block out big basic forms of where a mountain line is going to go, where a figure is going to be, where a gesture is going to point and how it's going to work with the rest of the scene. And with the website, you want to think through how your about page is going to connect to your contact page, how it's going to connect with a blog page or your homepage and other areas, how it's going to connect with social media, how it's going to connect with other websites. It's really important for both of those processes to put in big blocks of information so that you can get a good, clear view of what's going on. You get a good big picture sense so that you have a clear direction of where both things are headed. One of the things that we tell our students in our department is you need to get up close and you need to pull back sometimes to see what's going on. In painting, after you come up with the general scene and the general idea of what you're gonna do, sometimes you can get too sucked into the details and you can get too into the nitty gritty of things. So you need to move back a little bit and see what the whole big picture looks like and to see what the whole piece looks like. The same thing can happen for web design. You can get so lost in making a button work for one page and link to another page or how some sort of hover animation works with one area of your website that you get so close and you get lost to the process of what your website's all about and who it's for. And that's really the next part of this compare and analysis of how web design and painting relate to each other. Then moving from perspective and getting closer to your work to see details and staying far away to see the bigger picture of what's going on with your painting and with your, with your website, it's also important to think about who you're making this for. Are you making it for yourself? Are you designing this website for a client? Are you painting this for a specific purpose? Are you trying to convey a specific emotion who is this for and what is this for? That's really critical to both painting and web design. In a lot of our classes, we tend to have students take drawing and painting and 2D design before they take a web design class. And it's really, really helpful for students to think about a painting and a drawing and to think about what's the purpose of this drawing. If you're drawing a still life, what kind of mood, what kind of sense are you conveying? Is it gonna be really dark and kind of moody? Or is it gonna be light and airy? Or who is this for? Is this for you? Is this for somebody else? Are you fulfilling assignment requirements? Or who is this for? The same thing is true for web design. Especially in web design, you really think about who a website's for. Sometimes it can be a portfolio website for you to showcase your work. Other times you might be working on a website that is entirely for somebody else. And you really have to think about, well, not only what do you like, in fact, sometimes it's not helpful at all to think about what you like, but it's helpful to think about why is this website important and why is it working and what's effective for the client and then who they are trying to attract with this website or who's going to be using this website. So both painting and web design really force you to think about what is this all about? Who's this for? Why am I making this? It's important to have that direction and you do that in step one, a plan and sketch and wireframes. When working on websites, you work on actual wireframes. That's what they're called. And you kind of just use a basic rough sketch of 
where's the content going to go? Do I need a homepage and about and a contact and a store and all this stuff? It's important to sketch that out because then if you get to a certain point, you might realize I don't need this. This page isn't important to my overall design. It doesn't fulfill a use case scenario. Maybe I don't need it. That's a part of the editing process. The same is true with painting. You need to think through what you want to show in your scene, what's your focus, what you're going to create, and then plan. And in that planning, it's important to zoom in close to see some of the details and especially to step back and see the big, big picture to figure out the overall composition. Number two, the framework and the canvas. Now, if you've ever painted before, you know that you typically paint on a canvas and a canvas is canvas fabric stretched over wood, oftentimes then with a white gesso over the top or a dark gesso over the top. A website works in a really similar way. Actually, within web design, we use a term called framework to understand and to talk about what kind of system you're going to build your website on. Just like within painting, you need to think about the size of your painting, how deep it is, how it's going to hang on a wall, what wall it's going to hang on, how it's going to how it's going to attach to the wall, maybe what material you're going to use to build the frame, or if you're not going to build the frame yourself, where are you going to buy the frame? How much does that frame cost? Again, how big is it? And then how does the size and the shape and the depth and the function of the canvas affect your subject? You have to choose an appropriate frame and a canvas for what you're going to paint. If you choose something that's big and bulky for something that's supposed to be lighter, a little more joyful, uh, it might not come across very well. And it's also important to think about how this is going to attach to the wall. If you're using a really, really big, heavy frame, you might want to go with a lighter canvas and a lighter wood so that it's not too hard to move around. And in you, we've hung some big paintings on walls and they can be tricky and difficult to hang. The same is true with a website. You need to think about the framework that you're using. You can build a website completely from scratch and you can code it all yourself and not start with any framework, but there's pros and cons to that. You might be dealing with a mess later on down the road because you didn't anticipate certain things and because your actual framework of your code maybe can't handle everything that you're trying to do or it gets too complicated. And so you might look at buying a framework or using a pre-existing framework like WordPress or Editor X or Drupal or something else like that. Just like you can go buy a painting frame at Michael's, you can use other quote unquote frameworks for web design that have basic structure like a canvas to use your homepage or a contact form, or a sign-up form, or basic images or buttons to put in. There's all sorts of framework like that for you to use out there for web design that's already preloaded in its stock. Then you need to think about, as a web designer, how are you going to style that button? How are you going to style that hero image and that homepage so that it fits well with what your client's looking for, or what the purpose of the website is for? What's the meaning? Lastly, point number three, color theory. This is probably my favorite point with painting and with web design. Painting is one of the best places to learn and to use color theory. You get to mix colors and see firsthand, it's very tactile, how the colors work, how they blend, how they morph, how they mold, how they change, and how they work on a canvas 
when they're wet and initially applied, and then how they dry. You learn so much about color theory and relationships when you, not only do you paint yourself, but when you look at historic paintings as well. When you look at paintings, you'd be surprised the closer you look at paintings, especially expressionist paintings and other paintings a little bit before and after that, you can really see how color is used in different ways. You might be surprised that sometimes in the shadows, you use a lot more purples and blues and greens than you'd think. You might just think it's mostly just blacks and grays and browns, but sometimes you can really use purples and blues and other colors and greens to really bring out a shadow, but to make it a little cooler. But then if you add to a shadow with maybe some browns or some reds, but you keep it dark and have some ochres in there, it looks a little, uh, looks a little warmer. So you can learn a lot about color and that applies really well to web design because within web design, especially when someone lands right on your homepage or right to a page that's clicked on from Google, you want them to feel something. You want them to feel what your website is all about, why it's there, what you're doing, what you're, what message you're conveying. You want them to get a sense of what's going on and you can really do that by color. Then within painting, you also learn about how colors pop and they have contrast and they mix and they have either smooth tones or they have really harsh, strong, and maybe bright tones. Same with web design. If you have a really maybe athletic looking website, you want it to pop and have lots of energy and noise and with bright colors and bold colors and strong lights and darks and it has a lot of energy and it's kind of screaming at you and yelling at you and it has a lot happening. Now, if you made a, a website maybe for a counselor or something like that, you might want to tone the colors down and you might want to make it appear a little softer and a little more welcoming and inviting and you want to slow the pace down. Same is true if you're working on a website that maybe has uh, healthy food options. You might want to show more greens and browns and yellows and make things feel more open to give a feeling of the health food that you're offering. Or maybe it's you're building a website for a fast food restaurant that maybe has a little more high-paced energy and has brighter, more bold colors and more things kind of coming at you. The same is true with painting. If you have a painting that conveys a mood of a little more calm and serene space, you're going to want to use more calm colors and you want to calm them down across the page and then blend those colors together. Versus if you have a painting with a specific, bold, loud, strong message, you want to use bold, bright, and harsh popping colors. You want to use really dark darks and really bright brights. So color is a great thing to take from painting to web design and you get a real sense for how colors work together, how they can be surprising and work together, and how they can really amplify your message. There's a lot of ways that painting and web design connect. And when I see students at NNU come in and they take web design and they've already taken painting and drawing and 2D design and sculpture, they have a real good sense for for space and for planning, and they're very purposeful about what they're doing. That's one of the other things we didn't mention was without this, within this whole process, probably in point number one, in plan and sketch and, and wireframes, especially when you paint, you can always edit a little bit when you paint. If you make a mark and you make something, you can go over it, paint over it again, and kind of correct your mistake to a degree, um, especially when you're planning. That's why sketching and planning is super important. But with your, when you're painting with oils, you can go over and you can paint it over again and you can edit a little bit. Now with websites, you can always 
scratch it and redo it again. But if you have that initial planning, you're going to make your time more efficient the quicker you work and the better planning you have. And that really starts with painting and the skills that you can learn in painting. You can apply those to something like web design. So the principles that you use for web design and painting are super, super similar. One, you plan and you sketch with both of those. It's so important to have a plan to know where you're going. You need to focus and you need to pull back initially to see the big picture and think about who am I making this for? Who's going to use this? Is this for me? What's my message? What type of emotion am I trying to get across? What's my meaning and my purpose for this thing? What's the meaning and purpose for this painting? And why are you creating the website? That's just basic design thinking. Why are you creating what you're creating? And you do that by planning and sketching. That's point number one. Point number two, your framework or your canvas, your actual frame for your painting. What type of frame are you going to use? Is it going to be small? Are you going to have lots of little small paintings together? Or are you going to have one huge, massive, big frame? You want to build the frame and stretch the canvas yourself and do everything from the beginning from scratch? Or do you want to go to a store and buy a pre-made canvas and really spend time thinking about the rest of the process with painting? Well, the same is true for web design. You can build a website from scratch and code it all by hand. And a lot of designers do that. Or you can use an existing framework like WordPress, Editor X, or Drupal that has a lot of those basic elements so you can focus on other areas. And point number three, color theory. How is color being used in your painting? What type of emotion are you trying to get across? And what type of feeling are you trying to get across? Are you trying to get across a calm, serene feeling? Or are you speaking loudly and trying to say something bright and bold? Same is true for web design. What colors are you using for web design and how do they reinforce your message? And what colors are you using together that complement each other and then maybe pop and then call attention in specific areas to direct the user around the website? Well, what do you think? Do you see the connections between painting and web design? They really are there. I promise. They're right there. There are so many principles that cross over and they connect really, really, really well. And guess what? A lot of times if you have the planning process and the focus to do well at painting and you see those connections, the same type of focus and the same type of planning and the same type of coordination really works the same way for web design. I'm also curious to know, what other questions do you have? What other questions do you wonder about with art and design, with painting, with drawing, with web design, with animation, with marketing, with social media, with animation? What other questions do you have? If you have questions, you can always reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram at VA underscore underscore NNU. That's visual arts at Northwest Nazarene University. And you can also send us an email. You can email us at art, A-R-T, at N-N-U We'll see you next time.